When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back, guys, to Style Over Substance with me, Scarlett. And myself, Mim. And this week, we are doing a fashion topic... We're discussing performance art in fashion. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. I think we chose this topic because, you know, fashion shows have been happening recently. And I don't know about you, but in like the comment sections of a lot of these videos and shows, I think there's a sentiment where people are feeling like there's way too much nonsense going on in fashion shows um, just to get people talking about it. And in some cases with some brands, it's not really about the clothes themselves um, or creating an environment and a set that really complements the collection. But it's just a lot of like, I don't know, what's the word where they call it? Um, Do something for like clout or attention. What's that phrase? I can't remember. Yeah. You know me with phrases. Um, no, I agree. And I think it's almost, you know, when like there's been a big celebrity thing recently too, where they like will have them walk in a runway or will, like have these sort of shock moments or whatever. Mm. And I think it's like, it doesn't need to be like, bam, bam, like in your face. Yeah. And actually there are times where people use it really cleverly. And there are times where it does just feel like they're just trying to get a quick headline or yes. their quick five minutes of fame. Yes. And I just can't, like, it's actually really hard to pull off. It's like when every bag designer wants to design the new it bag or mm-hmm. whatever. But you also kind of like, your goal can't be to design an it bag. You yep. just have to follow your design trajectory and hope it happens. Exactly. These, like the most authentic things. Yeah like pay off the most exactly and not every customer of a particular brand is looking for something that they're not looking for theatrics all the time yeah you know some people don't need an it bag they want something safe and they come to you for a specific reason and I don't know a lot of these shows and things we're going to go through some examples of ones Mm. that spring to mind but there are moments and events in fashion which are just really encapture that feeling of like why did they do this what does this mean don't try and spin a really creative thought-provoking reason for why you had a robot on the runway yeah so <laughs> like my natural starting point is I think this is how you say it Coperni yes Coperni so last season SS23, they had the famous moment with Bella Hadid with the spray-on dress. Yes. That was great. That was cool. They they sprayed something on her, and then they cut it. It made a dress. Was it the best dress? No, but they were using technology. It was kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, it was all right. I mean, Bella Hadid, she's like, I don't really, I didn't see the point of doing any of it. It looked like the stuff, like, it looked like a mix between, like, papier-mâché and 
stuff that you use to like spray foam your house (laughs) but like it created this film or whatever and then it was like able to be cut and so that's a really clever thing and a technology I'm guessing Coperni didn't like design that technology no 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 so like it's to create a talk a talk about moment or something like that yeah and it was really reminiscent of the iconic Alexander McQueen moment in 1999 I can't Um, remember if it was um autumn winter um but when he had spring summer oh spring summer oh yeah because it's a dress I mean, that's a dress, so it's summer, isn't it? Um, when they had the model with that kind of very plain, almost just seemed like really, you know, like the most basic fabric that you would drape Looked on a like mannequin. A, a cotton or like twirling fabric. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, she was wrapped in this fabric from her bust down and at the top featured this kind of tan-coloured belt and she stood in the in the middle of the room whilst this robotic arm circled her and sprayed black and like green paint or was Mm. it um like graffitiing the dress yeah while she kind of surrendered to the machine creating and designing a vision for her and in instances where we have robots I can understand that there might be some more like philosophical discussion to be had there in regards to fashion you know, like technology has really imposed every aspect of our lives. Yeah. AI is becoming something that we talk more and more about and how that will supersede like human creativity, human thought, human like perspective and emotions and all that. And it's like, to what extent in the future will we have robots designing for us mm. in the same way that even now, so where we have these like box subscriptions for fashion um oh one I cannot remember the name of but it learns what you like and Mm. what you don't like by remembering the items that you return back to the company and it will go on to suggest things that they think will suit you and and even I mean even when um you go on Zara suggestions for you Yeah. yeah and they have the sizing like um they suggest based on recent stuff based on people who have a similar body type to you or 95% of people who are your height and your weight and your age return this item at this size so we recommend you go up a size or whatever so yeah I think there is a discussion to be had about these things but it can doesn't mean we have to merge it all the time it can come off gimmicky really gimmicky I would say that I actually think the Alexander McQueen didn't feel I mean I don't remember it live, but like, <laughs> I was young. We were seven. Um, yeah. But when I've seen it, it seems very relevant to Alexander McQueen. He always had some performative, like, shocking thing that he wanted to incorporate in shows. Mm-hmm. Whereas the spray dress thing was to give their moment. I hadn't heard of the brand before that. So yeah, I they really got familiar. on the map, mm-hmm. all of the rest of it. But when then, like, so basically this last fashion show, they've also incorporated a robot dog that takes yes. off someone's jacket to reveal what's underneath. Not necessary. It's a bit dystopian when you showed me the image, because I hadn't actually come across this yeah. show this time around. Um, but it's that particular robot that they used 
is the dog dog one on all fours with its like long yeah. neck or whatever and the first time I saw videos featuring that robot was um something that a company had developed and it was a not a training video but it was like a demo video for yeah. new technology but it was to be used in armed combat for like the United really? States yeah so you know how a lot of this tech yeah. technology yeah. is funded by governments primarily it's not for, for a dog to take a jacket off it's not for the, it's not it's not for those who might be disabled or you know need extra help with removing their clothes it's not <laughs> It's not that charitable at all. Yeah. It's for things like warfare. And, I, and obviously, um, governments will pump a lot of money into developing the technology that allows for AI to get smarter. Right. And, you know, like even now we have um, things that disable bombs and whatnot. It's so we can use a robot instead of using a real person. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah? Um, and so it's really dystopian to see that same form. Mm be used on a runway in such a fickle sort of superficial yeah and not really relevant way I haven't watched the full show I literally saw a clip a clip on Instagram and that was enough for me (laughs) and and then to know that it's the same company that did the Bella Hadid thing like yeah I just think that one robot gimmick or one performance gimmick a year every five years like don't let that be what you're chasing or what your reputation is. Um, mm. And also it's got to add something. I think it's with anything. It's got to add something to the show and not humor and meme worthy things. Yes. It should actually add like, so with the Alexander McQueen, that dress was nothing. And he made it like that. The whole point was like, we're spraying this dress and we're elevating it and it's become a piece of art mm. and like they probably sold dresses and it, the point was like no one dress is then going to be the same because it gets paint splashed on it or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a dog taking off a jacket like yeah 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 doesn't I, serve it this like in my opinion of yeah I think what they did with Bella Hadid was more interesting because yeah. it's like the idea of creating a textile yeah. on stage it's like Will we go on to use that textile? Because yeah. she was able to like walk away from being yeah, sprayed it, and walk it was in the garment. Fluid. Like it actually, it didn't just cling to her body. It, no, it was actually like it was really clever. Exactly, was it a great garment? No, but like, like you said, you could see it going somewhere, and it potentially yeah. being like actually, guys, we're trying to work with innovative fabrics or whatever it might be. Is it like a technical fabric? Is it going to yeah. be used for whatever ski clothing or you know bags or whatever? Like. I think that there is more um, to be said in the meshing of like fashion and like performance art and technology in that example. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the reason why a lot of these sort of displays can come off gimmicky is because there isn't a blending, a genuine blend of fashion. For example, you take like Thierry Mugler and he had a lot of pieces like famously... um, you know what? I can't remember anything today. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a model. You're, you're catching it. <laughs> I know. Um, in a, like, one of, like, the top models, you know, supermodels uh, of, like, the 90s back in the day. And she is wearing that silver metal mm. kind of um, very... Is it the model that's absolutely warped her face? Yes. 
Evangelista. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Evangelista, that's it. And she was wearing a Thierry Mugler um, silver kind of um, armoured suit that was designed by him. And you could actually walk in it. Was mm. it comfortable? No, I'm pretty sure it wasn't. But it was taking that idea of being a robot and how that vision can be translated into real clothing, something that's wearable um, on a person or a model. And it that requires thought process of how can I blend the two, mm. the two worlds, and make it into something that is not just theatrical on stage, but it brings drama to my actual clothes. Instead of just like, let's pay a company to produce a piece of technology or use an existing yeah. piece of technology, because I'm sure Caperni did not no, no. specifically design rentandog.com. <laughs> <laughs> Rentarobotic.com. Um, <laughs> yeah, just to have like a feature in the show. Yeah, and also I, I wouldn't mind betting that that Thierry Mugler thing was also fashion is meant to respond to kind of topical things and things that are in the news. And even during my degree, at one point, people were like, we're all going to have a uniform. There's like, there's no point really like really? being a designer. I mean, they didn't say there's no point being a designer, but they were like implying that the evolution of humans will be that clothes, we won't express ourselves probably with clothes and we'll just have a uniform mm. and we'll have technology inside our clothes and blah, blah, blah. Oh. And, and I was like, cool, I'm so glad I'm doing a fashion design yeah. degree. So glad I'm out of a job before I've even started yeah. one. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind betting that that kind of bionic-ish suit is like talking about the fact that, you know, technology, robots are going to maybe take over at some point. Mm. That is maybe like the response to, well, then let's join them. It could be playful, it's whatever. Whereas, like, just having robots there. And actually, we are so far off. You know, when like they make guesstimates of like where we'll be yep. in the year, whatever. And we all thought we had flying cars by now. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. Of that stuff. Like, we are so far from robots taking over that job. Like, and just all the, and especially with fashion. The actual like arch of fashion is couture that can't physically be made by a robot. Yeah, the whole principle it is, is handmade. Handmade mm. and like there's like you just it's not a craft. I'm sorry, it's not a craft that can be made by a robot. Yeah, and um, maybe some beautiful embroideries, whatever you mm-hmm. can find a machine. But there are just certain aspects that and certain things have to be finished by hand. And mm. um, as that's not like it's not that's not the industry to worry about with robots you know I suppose so yeah it's like they've made an attempt to say something about technology and robots and really it's like this is that's not gonna happen it's not it's not for me yeah um what I did think was cool was that led light where it changed the color of the outfits Yes, that happened this collection, so Autumn Winter 23. Um, do you know the brand that did that? No. Hold on, let me check. We should do our research. <laughs> <laughs> cannot remember the brand, but um, we'll put it in the show notes. Um, it was really cool. So there was a show recently 
where models would come down in quite large coats um, and quite big garments, actually. I think there were a lot mm. of coats that I saw. Um, and they were all white, very plain. And they would step in front of this like beam of light. Um, and slowly this light would transform this plain garment into one with zigzagged pattern of like multicolors. Mm. Maybe there was like this reaction between the, the fabric sure, and the sure. chemical and the light. And that's what transformed it. Um, I thought it was a cool idea, but it, again, it was a scenario of like, so am I supposed to buy this garment? Yeah. And like have it like, I don't know, br- bring this light home. But it changed it forever, no? But it wasn't the- a part time. I know. I it's mean, like, oh, know. you know, that reminds me of like back in the day when you used to have Barbies and you put in the hot yeah, water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it might have been because I, I didn't see the full thing. It just like would see this thing and then it would change color. Like, who knows how long it lasts. But then what's the point in showing us that? Of course, it's like it's showing off a technology and it's it's a talking point. If I were them, I would have done it just with like one standout garment. Yeah. That it walks, that it can stand the test of time without that trick. And then it stands in front of it and you're like, ooh. Yeah. And it's like that one thing, like you were talking about in a previous episode about how when you were doing buying and you had to make sure that stores have just certain pieces that stand out. Mm-hmm. Shows can have pieces that like aren't ever going to be sold. Yes. And it's like the show piece or it's just something that like it's not going any further. And yeah. That's true. I mean, recently, I think it was last year, I saw someone had a Prada coat and it was, it's like a puffer coat. Um, it was quite plain, but based on temperature so yeah. when it got really cold I don't know if you saw it, the pattern it was like a Prada I don't want to say monogram but like with, print with a flash you see yeah you see the taping like as well like yeah you can have like reflective yeah um I think those are really cool ideas and they add something to the ever-changing design yeah. of the garment depending on when and where you wear it so I think that's interesting um but again, I think why I found this to be a little bit gimmicky and a bit boring, quite frankly, is that the patterns weren't particularly nice. It was just like a zigzag multicolored pattern. It didn't add something to the garment. It didn't like contour the, you know, help to add shape and yeah. contour to the model or the garment itself. It was, it was quite Jeez. juvenile. Do yeah. I want to say? Jack. Jesus. Jesus. Take it Christ. further. Take it further. <laughs> That's what you always got told. So uh, just you, everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I agree. And um, but this is also the issue with performative stuff is like it just like think it through. Mm. Do you um, think we're living in a time where Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We, where we need these, these gimmicks, because I know, I understand everyone who's in marketing and in whatever, PR, like, the belief is that everyone lives online and if you're not trending online then you're nobody and in order to trend you need to like attract the short attention span of everyone and that's done through gimmicks but I beg to differ I think that there's a lot of people who still appreciate seeing something that they've never seen before but in a way that it makes sense to them yeah um I think that brands and companies are spending a lot of energy trying to be avant-garde, to be different, that they end up getting themselves in trouble. Yeah, I think they're trying to get their little one-minute TikTok video Mm. to go viral. But does that equal sales? I wouldn't have thought so. You're going to share it around to your friends. You're going to be like, have you seen this? Oh, my God, did you? I don't think anyone bought anything after that Bella Hadid dress. No. Because like, what are you buying? You look at that clip. And what are you actually but buying? But you're not buying the dress and actually you haven't seen any of their clothes and the show from that clip either. And so the rea- it's that it's that fine line where yeah, you want to win you want to interact to younger audiences and mm. all the rest of it. But the people who are buying your clothes probably aren't as into TikTok and needing needing these gimmicks. And I get it, and I give the marketing thing. And I often help with marketing and I'm always questioning, well, why are we doing this? Like, what are we actually trying to achieve? Mm -hmm. If it is just for likes, is it for this? Like, if it is just for a five second clip, fine, let's try and go viral. Like, that's probably maybe their aim. But what, just to have their name in people's mouths for? Yeah. I don't know. It's a really tricky one of like, it, it screams that a little bit. Yeah. I think we are both old school fashion lovers. I think yeah. we are very like traditional yeah. fashion shows. We like the clothes to do the talking. We we do want a, like a spectacular set though. Set yeah. design is part of it. Yeah. But the set has to make sense with the clothes. And yeah, you know, I agree. We like a fully formed art project called... <laughs> Carl Lagerfeld style yeah exactly um another one which was like tip of the iceberg um ridiculous to me um this season um a brand called Helmet Emil Helmet Emil one I'd not heard of this brand before so you know what it's actually doing the trick because I'd never heard of this brand but um this designer obviously really loves quite muted colors so a lot of black Mm -hmm. um a lot of like black leather boots um quite oh what's that brand that everyone that rick owens it's giving me rick owens yeah um and so 
I can understand that this brand is a little bit more edgier, someone who doesn't like cutesy or particularly mm-hmm. girly, which is completely fine. Um, but they had a model who was dressed in like those like fire retardant, like big puffy onesie like jumpsuit mm-hmm. thing, like massive puffed out, walking down the catwalk alight on flames. I don't understand why they would put a model or someone in that sort of situation. Um, and I don't know what that says about the clothes either, because the garment... I'm not planning on being set on fire anytime soon. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't... Maybe this was directed at the fireman community. <laughs> I don't know. I, but, that, but that's a trick, right? And maybe that was the final look and it's performative. But again, like... Maybe that's a point, actually. I think that because we share these five-second clips, everything's taken out of context. Yeah, and maybe it did make... I mean, I saw some of the other looks, and I just... They were in this sort of, like, warehouse-type environment. Um, Like a derelict-type-looking building. Yeah, exactly. But I think now we're at a time where your brand can be judged to be like reaching mm. a bit too much if you even do maybe I'm changing my tune now but it's very easy to come off as trying to be a bit too avant-garde when it's just not necessary and especially if you are relatively new or a small brand again I think you kind of need to let your designs do the talking um, I think it's easier said than done, though, isn't for it? For sure. It's an yeah. impossible market to break. You kind of do need this. And if the likes of bigger brands are throwing bells and whistles, yeah, you feel the need to do it too. Maybe it was a really interesting collection made of, like, I don't know, flame, like, who knows? It could have been in response to something, like, whatever. Yeah. There's, there's probably a journey. And, right, like, even with artwork, what might just look like a blue single painted canvas will often have this essay written next to it, you know, like in a, yes. ga- in a gallery and it's like, this is actually portraying the emotion of this or like whatever. Yeah. And Jackson Pollock's like splats all technically have a different emotion or level behind it. Mm-hmm. And maybe like you're saying, this clickbait nature that we have of these five second clips or just scrolling past stuff, you don't get to see the full the full show and the full look and yeah and it's a really tricky thing even I saw like the dude that holds the sign up oh yeah um, do the design isn't it isn't yeah it? I think it was like stop recording your entire concert oh yes yeah but like work. and obviously yeah like stop doing that but if you don't record the whole fashion show it's it's like anything it's like with a reality show you know we only see a certain amount of the day well we see 24 hours cut up into a half hour episode or something Mm -hmm. when we're seeing these snippets then you like you get the wrong interpretation and like I love fashion and I'm not going to check what the full show is about even with certain shows that I love yeah I just see the looks that get provided to my feed um, yeah and I think that's actually probably not a great thing for fashion so maybe they are having to move into this like silly realm a bit yeah just to but... get those like headlines and get on people's feeds and yeah I suppose so but then I also feel as though most of the brands that are able to show during fashion weeks 
are too expensive for the general population. Yeah. Even if you're selling a garment for £200, which is not a horrendous amount of money, that's still too much money for the vast majority of people. That's true. Most people are not able to buy into these brands. And those who... I don't know. I feel like if I were to attend a show, anyone could invite me. It's fine. I'll attend. I would want to be seated in an environment, in a show, presented to me in a way where it makes me feel like I want to see myself in that. that, Aspirational. Yeah. I want to see myself in that scenario where I'd be wearing that outfit. Yeah. But me being set on fire is not a scenario I want. <laughs> so, um, yeah, however cool the jacket is, it's sort of minimising it, maybe. And that's the thing. I don't, I don't even think the clothes are on show. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Performance art, has, it's not a new thing no. at all. I think it's here to stay. Yeah, and it, it comes in various forms, right, with D&G when they were doing their big influences and famous people being the models and walking the catwalk. Yeah. And it has, you can argue that Karl Lagerfeld's sets and his entire stories, that's performative art, and that was like, you know, and his collections were so dedicated to a theme. But there's a difference between a theme and yeah, what we're explaining course, yeah, now, yeah. though. Um, but I think it's like, you know, everyone wants to move something forward. And I think sometimes, actually, personally, I prefer that kind of a thing. Or if your collection is inspired by, like, um, 18th century French palaces, that you, yeah. that you, like, I don't know, that you don't try and make that too cool. And you, you can use literal references yeah um, there's nothing wrong with a literal reference do you also think though and this probably is definitely the case for me mm-hmm. i'm not a big technology girl okay. like as in the metaverse oh i'm not down i'm not the there metaverse. for that no like i like real life all of this like i'm not the biggest i like i'm when people like you know there's no like robots are going to be driving trains soon like all of that nonsense yeah I still want humans doing certain jobs. I want humans doing a lot of things. <laughs> and I'm I'm not like, I'm not really excited by technology. You know, some people yes. really, if they've got that mind or they know how it works and they're excited by the advances of technology, yeah. I'm not. I'm by no means like an early adopter. You know, one of those people So maybe like, this is why we're not enjoying when people are incorporating technology into performance yeah. art. Yeah, maybe we're boring. Maybe that's it. Maybe or we're, we're like, safe. we're just stuck in the stone age. <laughs> I'm happy with that, by the way. Like, yeah, but I think that we maybe, and we're not, I wouldn't say that we're boring or particularly safe, but I think the, the masses, yeah. definitely. I think we yeah. do represent uh, a large cohort of people who want to buy something fancy, appreciate nice clothes, but it has to make sense. Mm. And especially at, a high price tag yeah I think the comedy comes in when you have the likes of like Balenciaga that was trying yeah. to sell us DHL uniform mm. for a thousand pounds you know um and I think that that is why some brands get really ripped into because it's it adds to the absolute like ridiculousness of 
what is deemed as high fashion, high art, high culture, whatever. Um, but then you have shows which try to like over contextualize the meaning of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a depiction of how we are moving in the world and stuff. And yeah. it's like, back to your point about how we move into the future. If it's really a critique of how we will be in the future and all of this stuff, it's like, well, you know what? We had a pandemic. You know what we started wearing? Trackies. Yeah. Day in, day out. Yeah. We did not move on to some more technologically advanced world. We went back, And you all kind of maybe preempted that we come out of it in ball gowns and be like, I'm so glad that I can wear... Oh my God, that's what we were saying. I still really struggle with restrictive clothing for a yeah. certain length of time. Yeah. Like I'm definitely like, I've bought more bras that are just like, just really stretchy. Yeah. Like I actually really struggle. I live in a sports bra now. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's a different world. And you know what? Like it's, um, there's a time and a place for it. I actually really struggle with dressing myself now. Really? Yeah. I'm oh. so used to like the comfy. Yeah. That I find it really hard to like, how do you try and dress nice? I find that I, really tough. I actually like getting dressed. I know you do. So. Yeah. But like, I know how to get dressed, like, but I think it's maybe because my style has probably changed. This is such a segue. This is so off topic. Yeah. But my style has probably changed like since the pandemic. Okay. How so? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You like wearing fleece now. I really like this fleece. Um, My style has probably evolved and I probably haven't had enough opportunities to be like dress for it. Because I dress for work in a very different way than I would dress if we went out for dinner. Or yes. like, and that kind of, I don't know, it's just. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. But anyway, back yeah. to performative art. Yeah, it's not for me. If I've... you were to throw a fashion show. Yeah. And you needed, perform- they're like, Miranda. We need something The big. brief is TikTok, viral, performance art. What are you going for? I'm thinking maybe like, oh, I had an idea that popped into my head and Ooh. I thought, no, this is really literal. Okay. This is like really yeah. boring. Why are you so simple, Miranda? But <laughs> I was thinking Cirque du Soleil. <gasps> right, okay. Yeah, but it's, right. a bit, it's a bit literal, isn't it? No. Because it's literally performance art, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, another, you know what? If you, for example, you know uh, Iris Van Herpen, and she does those like incredible three D printed, yeah. like incredible work. She last, not this season, I think it was last season. She presented her collection with models underwater because the whole collection was inspired by fish. So it was like the skeleton of fish and mm-hmm. its gil- not its gills, but its um, fins yeah. and all of that. It was like this really ethereal collection. She always kind of does something in that vein. But in the water made sense because yeah. it was a dreamlike, fish-like state. That makes sense to me. Yeah. What about you? What is your... The only thing that was really coming to mind, and it's all, already been done, but mm-hmm. I would try and maybe find a more unique way, is getting like performers, like musical performers, like having pop-ups, like surprises a bit more like that. Yes. And having like... And even then, if it's, I don't know, like getting a TikToker to do that dance down the flipping run, like 
having different moments and different cults. Terrible of course show, it would be. <laughs> The TikToker, let's act that. Let's act that from the drawing board. But I think I would then maybe have like different performers, if whether it's musical, whatever. You know what? That's why people loved Victoria's Secret. Yeah, of happened. course. But even like I used to love when Burberry would have a live performer and other people have that with concerts yes. and we often have that with couture. What and... happened to musical performances in fashion shows? Because Burberry used to yeah. year after And year that's after where year. I actually used to love it because they'd either have someone up and coming or like, and it would totally transform a show. Yes. It was and like a concert. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I right. actually think that side of things it can be really, especially if you choose the right song the, to go with the collection or whatever, it can be really powerful. But also if you wanted that little, like, you could have different things, right? You could go from like a really beautiful, like slow music to like, and that's one section of the internet to like a rap artist for like a different, yes. you could try and be really like technical and find different zones and different um like moods yeah. and like, I agree with that. I think. I like when music and fashion combine. Yeah. I think I forgot that was a, I feel like that was a whole period yeah. of time. And oh God, I loved when Burberry used to do that. Um, yeah. So not for me, but I think <laughs> I think we'll move away from those sorts of things. I think it's the time, like it's a time right now. It's quite strong, but I wouldn't mind these robots and things like that. It's kind of killing it a little bit. I hope so. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah, that's true. Well, that's it for me. <laughs> I don't want a DHL uniform. No, I don't. Um, but yeah, well, that's the end of our current episode of Style Over Substance. Um, yeah, if you like this episode and more chit chat about fashion and also our experiences of working within the fashion industry, then be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, follow us on all the podcast listening mm-hmm. platforms that you have that you prefer to listen to. Um, and you can also reach out to us on Instagram, Style Over Substance Pod, or via email, which is Style Over Substance Podcast at gmail.com, um, where you can tell us what you think, leave a review, and also suggest any topics that you'd like us to discuss, because we have a lot of opinions about a lot of things. So, yeah. And we're boring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, or are we? Suggest hmm. topics and you might find out. Oh my God. We used to do, we used to do, hold on, we used to do questions every time at the end of our podcast episode. What was our poll? Oh, what was our poll? Oh my God, that, was, that is throwback. So we're going to do a poll. Are we? Okay. What's the poll? Um, the poll is, are you tired of these robots? And gimmicks. And gimmicks popping up in every fashion show. Yeah. Okay, leave the comments down below or in our DMs and we'll get back to you. But we will be back next Tuesday again for another episode. So we'll see you then. See you later. Bye.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 